Welcome to the Lipstick and Cowboy Boots podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Hausauer. This episode is brought to you by Hoffman's Horse Products, supporting the equine athletes of professional cowboys and cowgirls for 25 years. Visit hoffmanshorseproducts.com for information and where to buy. On this episode of the podcast, we have the producer of one of the biggest barrel races in Western Canada, AJ Niche. AJ is the creator of the Big Bang Barrel Race, which paid out over $148,000 last year. AJ, welcome to the show, and happy birthday. Thank you, Cassie. (laughs) We are uh, meeting here in Boston Pizza in Pinoca. We decided we would do this in person, which I think is always way more fun. Um, Some of the podcasts I did in person, I did one with Straws Myland. We met up at a gas station. I sat in his truck and we did the (laughs) podcast. And then another one was Jackie Ganter. I think it was at Innisfail quite a few years ago. We did that together. So this is another good one. We get to hang out together. Well, we had to have a birthday drink. Exactly. We had some Caesars this morning. It's a wonderful day for a Caesar. This morning. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, okay, it's 1130 in the morning. It is. It's brunch time. We only had one, though. Exactly. We only had one. Maybe I have to get her a birthday shot. I don't know. Probably. You probably should. I will not be participating in that. (laughs) Okay, so you're amateur rodeoing this year. How's that going? You know, it's going pretty good. I'm just out of it. Um, My horse is trying so hard. And we've tried, we haven't really tried rodeoing before. So um, I'm just really proud of like both of us as a team. And yeah, it's good. It's a good experience. Yeah, it is a good experience. Who are you traveling with? Um, I'm traveling with my neighbor and good friend, Brianna Dubois. Mm -hmm. Um, But her horse is out now. So I've kind of been going solo and there's a lot of far ones away now. So I'm just sort of taking a break, step back, start prepping for Big Bang. Getting those ducks in a row, they're kind of scattered everywhere at the moment, and yeah, so hopefully I'll be able to get to a few ones that are closer later in the season, but yeah, taking a step back now. Good, that'll be good. You should uh, go to Lamont, because I live near Lamont, so then we can come and watch and cheer you on, so I will look for the entries, yeah. yeah. Keep that in mind. Um, so let's talk about how you got into horses and into barrel racing, just kind of like your horse history. Okay, so I grew up on a big grain farm out in Saskatchewan, and my mom's had horses. I've kind of been that, like, girl who's attracted to horses right from when they're kids. Um, and then I amateur rodeoed a little bit, made FCA finals a few times as a youth. Um, and then I kind of took a step back, went to college, did the whole life thing, got a job, you know, adulting. And then when I met Coleman, we got a little acreage out by Eckville Mm -hmm. and I kept my horses and everything. So then I just started riding again and, um, yeah, horses have just been a part of my life for my whole life. Yeah. Pretty much. And I think they always will be. Good. And as they should be. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So, okay, let's get into the Big Bang. How did the Big Bang start and what made you want to put on a large event like this? Okay. So I really wasn't always the goal to have a big barrel race, right? So when I was doing the summer series in Rimby, um, a lot of people would say, hey, you should put on a really big race. So I started looking at all these races in the States, all the big races up here in Canada. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I loved the most was like this big production and a live stream and and everything. So when I had an opportunity to do a bigger race, that's kind of was my goal. Um, and then I also noticed that there's lots of races down in the U.S. that are... Um, very inclusive to everybody and I thought that that was really cool there was a lot of big races up here but they were either slot races or um, whatever so when I was planning 
this race and I wanted to see it be as big as possible. I wanted to make sure that we were including as many people as possible. Yeah. And then with that, you know, everyone has an opportunity to win our trailer. Everyone has an opportunity to win some of that 20 grand. And we, um, you know, we brought in youth incentives with that, focused on the youth as well at the same time. So I just want everyone to feel, I guess, when I'm, when I'm envisioning what my big race would ever look like, is I want everyone to feel like they deserve to be there. I know coming back from my hiatus, going to college, um, working, getting back into it, it was kind of intimidating because I went from being really competitive to I have a 3D horse now and I'm just trying to get around the barrels, you know, and I didn't ever want to feel like I felt sometimes where I don't really belong here, you know, so I'm like when I make a big race, I wanted to have all the bells and whistles, show it off to the world, but every single person should be welcomed. I think that's really important. Like with lipsticking cowboy boots and even myself. So when I started amateur rodeoing, it was probably like 2008, 2009, and I'd go and I was just running on my 3D horse, like my 4-H horse is who tough was. And so I'd go out and I'd be warming up somewhere and I'd be like, hey, I like your shirt. Like I would just try to talk to people to make friends. Like that's hard enough as it is. But then you yeah. also start feeling like, oh, I'm not welcome here. So then, yeah, I think that what you're doing is really important inclusivity is very important yep. especially in our sport and like who are we kidding I love to go watch an event like the Calgary qualifier where we're watching these girls who are rodeo girls <clears throat> always 1D barrel racers competing against each other that's fun but to have a race that has everyone included and feels like they can win something or do something like the fact that your trailer doesn't just go to the fastest person over the weekend guys if you come to the race this year it's the coolest thing ever to get to watch all these people hold these keys and then we don't know who's going to have the one freaking key. No. I cried last year when Tano won the trailer. I was so excited. I think everyone cried. Yeah. I mean, whoever it was was going to win the trailer. It's just exciting because you're so happy for them. It's yeah. That's a big deal to win a trailer. It's life-changing in a way. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, it is. It really is. So I, I love this race. That's why we're having this podcast because I love this race, you guys. So <laughs> Thanks. You guys need to put it in your calendars. I'm going <laughs> to tell you about the dates. It's August 11th to the 14th in Bowdoin, Alberta. AJ's going to make sure the ground is great there. Um, what's your favorite part about hosting the Big Bang? Um, I like almost all of it. Um, it's really fun to meet new people. Um, and then I end up running into lots of people, you know, throughout the year. And they're like, you don't know who I am, but I know who you are. I just yeah. wanted to say hi. I really like that. Um, I do like the camaraderie around the event, too. What we, like, kind of the vibe that we're trying to create. I think the last two years we've been really successful with just, like we said earlier, that inclusivity for everyone. Um, and, I mean... Just watching people accomplish goals is really cool. Watching people support each other is really cool. Um, on a host side of things, my favorite part is like the production side. Of course, I love putting it together, um, how it's going to flow for the weekend. Mm -hmm. Just seeing what I've envisioned all year come to life. To life is that's one of my favorite things. I think, yeah. yeah. It is cool. Um, I used to produce an event, the G3 Grit, Glamour, and Goals women's event. And like knowing all the hard work that you put in and the hours spent on making everything perfect and then getting to see it all play out and everyone enjoying themselves so much, that was like, that was the best part of it for me, just seeing it all come to life. I didn't so know I you totally hosted. Get, 
Yeah. A barrel race? No, it wasn't a barrel race. It was a women's event. So we had like a fashion show, a guest speaker. We had Amberly Snyder. Oh, I do remember this. Yes. Yeah. And there's a ton of things that we did with it. But yeah, after all the planning and everything and like blood, sweat and tears, and then you see it all play out and everyone's just like, this was the greatest thing ever. Thank you so much. It's just like, oh, it was all worth it. Yes. Yeah, so it's rewarding. It is rewarding, 100%, especially when people appreciate what you're doing. I think that's nice, too. Now, we can never make everyone happy with everything, but if most people are happy, then I'm I'm happy with that, too. Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, let's talk about the team behind you helping you out, because I know you're completely capable, but big things like this take a village. So talk about... Talk about your village. <laughs> well, my village is my family. Yes. Always has been my family. Um, my mom and dad don't rodeo anymore, but having two young kids, um, there's just no way possible I would have been able to do either of my barrel races. Yeah. Um, so I have to big big shout out to my mom and dad um, for everything that they do. They, from parking people to watching my kids to just being there for mental support to encouraging me. Um, I'm sure my mom would rather be other places that weekend, but (laughs) she is a trooper and last year she hung out, I think almost all four days with my two little kids. Um, so I'm just, I'm grateful for that and them. But then of course Coleman, I think anyone who's been to the Big Bang has met Coleman because he's either parked you or you've given him a drink. Um, he... I think Loki loves it, to be honest, but he'll complain all day long. Um, so without him, too, and he's a big supporter. He's I get to run off all my ideas off of him all year long. And what about this? What about that? And again, I'm pretty sure he's like my mom. He would rather not be there. But um, And then I have, you know, I have lots of other cool people who help me along the way. Like Winfield Egg Society has been huge for me. Yes. They've done so much for me since we had the Big Bang there the first year. Such big supporters. Um, the president there also owns Kootenai Bayou Hot Sauce, yes. who also is a big supporter of us. And they're like my yes people. Mm-hmm. Winfield for me is if I have an idea that I think is maybe a little bit out there, they say, yep, let's do it. Let's make it happen. So I'm appreciative of them too. Um, and then probably a lot of people are, you know, thank me all the time for these incentives that I have. Yes. But all that credit has to go to Mill Iron Livestock mm-hmm. because with their enrollment for their stallion, Jaguar, mm-hmm. who's also super cool, um, you know, they're the ones who brought these incentives up here. Mm-hmm. Those were my contact. They jumped on board with this race right away mm-hmm. and trusted me. Um, and they helped bring those up. So, you know. Again, wouldn't be on the map either as much as I am without them, too. Yeah, they're huge. Do you think you have everyone? I do. (laughs) There's so many. I'm sure I forgot people. Yeah. There's so many people that help me out throughout. Girls who offer hands, and I'm sure there's... I'm sure I'm forgetting someone, so if I do, I apologize. But the, the team, like you said, is massive yeah it is it has to be to make everything run smoothly there's so many moving parts in a big production like that so you really have to rely on people to be independent though you know like our vendors that are coming in our food trucks that are coming in um people who are um coming to the event i have to rely on them to do a lot of their own things yes and say hey this is where you're setting up figure it out (laughs) have fun i'll see you at some point (laughs) yeah And everyone, for the most part, is really good with that, so... Yeah. Yeah. 
If you guys can hear the music in the background, I guess it is 11.30 now. Um, it's party time. it's party time in Pinoca, okay? <laughs> so if you hear music in the background, that's what that is. Um, what would you say sets Big Bang apart from other big events in Alberta? And also I want to talk about the incentives as well. So let's start off with what sets you apart. So... Every year, I'm always trying to grow mm -hmm. my race, and I'm always trying to improve the race. So as long as I'm running it, I don't think you're going to see a year where it's going to be the same as last year. Yeah. I mean, it will be in a lot of senses, but we carry over so much money from the previous year to try and make that pot bigger. Um, I'm always looking for feedback from people. What can I do better? What do you want to see? Yeah. How can I change things? What do you need from me? Like this race is for you, the competitor. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something I, there's a lot of amazing races around here, mm -hmm. but I do find that they are what they are. They're not always growing, Yeah. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And that's not to say that it's not a great race, um, but that, that's my goal specifically, is to grow. I want to see that added money as high as I possibly can get it yes. for the competitors um, and just keep running things smoothly. And then again, the inclusivity thing. This race is for you. This is a race for everyone. Yes. Um, and I think not all races have that. That's true. And I also want to add, like, so I'm going to be doing the live feed again. So I'm going to be interviewing people. I obviously love to interview whoever's leading it after the first big drag, yep. every 50. If there's someone new, I'm going to talk with them. But if you are at this race and you see me walk around with a camera crew and maybe you're in the 2D, you're in the 3D, whatever, I might pull you over for an interview. So yep. I'm just letting you guys know, if you don't want to be on camera, don't make eye contact with me <laughs> because it doesn't matter who you are. I want to talk to everybody and, yep. and get that out there. But yes, okay, so let's also talk about the incentives. What incentives are there and how do the incentives work for those that maybe have never done anything with an incentive before? Okay, so we have Tomorrow's Legends. Mm -hmm. um, Caitlin has been phenomenal to work with. I absolutely love her. Um, so if you have offspring by one of their enrolled stallions, mm -hmm. you are eligible to run for the side pot money. I believe it's $15,000 US this wow. year. Um, it's available to the open only, mm -hmm. but all categories can roll into the open. Yeah. Um, and for Saturday Kay. only as a side pot. Um, also, uh, we were able to get Future Fortune side pot this year for right. 10000 wow. also available in the open for Saturday as a side pot. Right. Um, same thing, eligible offspring from Stallions. Mm -hmm. So those are our two incentives. And then we also have the Canadian incentive CBHI yep. for 3000 okay. Same deal, nominated offspring. Yep. Um, so we're pretty pretty grateful to be considered by them as well. Definitely. And then we put in some applications. Okay. Uh, Royal Crown didn't work out this year. Okay. Um, their big race is on the same as ours. Gotcha. Just because we've gan like we've had this weekend for two years in a row now, I just didn't really want to change it. All right, so if there is an awkward pause in the podcast, it's because we had to move because now they're starting <laughs> to get busy on the restaurant side. But okay, let's get back into it, AJ. Um, how do you manage the ground outside to stay consistent? Like when you guys are in Sundry, the ground was consistent the entire time. Mind you, we had wonderful weather other than all the smoke last year from the BC fires, mm -hmm. but it was consistent and it was great ground. So now you're going to a new place. I know that you are going to be hosting some jackpots there to get a feel for the ground and what you need to do to yep. make it better and make it perfect for big bang yes um you know i've spent a lot of time um starting from my summer series that's been one of my biggest things is i want safe ground 
and fast ground if possible, mm -hmm. but safe is always a priority for me. Um, so I've just spent a lot of time learning from different people, learning how to use different equipment. Um, I like to be in the tractor myself personally. I just want to see how the ground works, want to see how the tractor's pulling the groomer, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, so I just take a lot of pride in it, and it's mm -hmm. sort of a learned art, I would say. Yes. Um, a lot of people just think you can just go in there and work the ground and it'll be fine, but it's just a lot of watching and stressing and yeah. seeing what girls are doing and keeping an eye on it, keeping an eye on moisture yes. and um, is it drying out? Is it getting too wet? Are we getting rain? You know, just managing it, I think, is it's something that I pay a lot of attention to and I take a lot of pride in. Yeah. We've got this, so... Yeah, well, it is very important, obviously, and mm -hmm. we're barrel racers. If the ground's not good enough, we're getting cremated, so... I well, and I had a lot of contact, you know, like Keenan Vine and I had conversations, Morgan Grant and I had um, conversations, and these are all people who have spent also a lot of years yes. figuring out, perfecting yeah. different types of ground types. So yes. when you have an opportunity to learn from someone like that, yes. um, who takes it seriously and also takes a lot of pride in the ground, mm -hmm. um, it makes it easy to want to... Um, do the same thing. We're in good hands, you guys, because both Keenan and Morgan, they they know what they're doing with the <laughs> ground, so that is awesome to hear. They do, yeah. Yes. Uh, let's talk about raffles and fundraising, how you got into that, and what it does for Big Bang, kind of, yeah, how that all works. So I love raffles. Yes. I love fundraising. I always said if I had to go back to work right now, I would love to do some sort of, like, fundraising group on a Western committee of some kind. That's that's my niche. Um, I love it. I will not get bored of it. Um, we started fundraising in 2020, um, doing online raffles, all legally um, and through Alberta Gaming. And it has been a game changer for us. We're mm -hmm. able to almost pay for a lot of our expenses that way. Yes. Um, and um, it's been a huge hit. I mean, it's been really fun. We've given away some really cool prizes. Yeah. I've helped numerous groups as well with this. So many people come up to me and say like, hey, we need to raise some money. Um, can you help us? I've recently helped out the CSPRA. I, I think in 2020, we raised like almost $70,000 for wow. Winfield Egg Society. That's great. Um, so it's also kind of, um, I, I like it because I get to help these other groups too, to see hard work kind of come together like that yeah um and then i'm helping them so they're able to go on and do a lot of their own fundraising themselves it's it's changed a little bit since we were all out peddling tickets to our family members you know bringing yes. home a baggie full of cash and some empty ticket stubs yes it's not the same anymore but so to find a way to do that and kind of be ahead of the game and and lots of people following i think it's really cool but we would not be able to do the Big Bang without the fundraising, especially not some of the stuff. Like our expenses are crazy when you yes. look at the production side, um, your good announcers, your your sound system, your venue costs, everything adds up so fast. So when I'm able to fundraise, so much more money goes back into the pot. I do not have to take that much back to pay for it. To cover costs, yeah. And then ultimately what contestants see is just more money in their pocket. So. I'll do it as long as they are successful and keep selling out. I won't stop. So, what are some of the cool items that you've been able to use for the raffles? 
Well, right now we're doing a living quarter stock combo. Big. That's so big. Huge. Yeah. And with, I mean, you can't find a trailer anywhere. So we're allowing, like, the winner even gets to wait to order it in case they want to customize it, they want to change it. Maybe they don't want a stock combo. They want a four horse. Maybe they want something bigger and they want to pay the difference. It is literally until they the winner's chosen and announced, they wow. get to go into Vantage and basically either take that trailer as is and, and wait for it to arrive freshly built or customize the trailer of their dreams. That's huge. Yeah, we've done lots of other things like Beamer sets. Um, we've done other smaller trailer raffles, um, lots of horse products. Mm -hmm. We've done so much stuff that's lots of saddles. Yes, those yeah. are big. Yeah, everyone needs a new saddle. Yeah, you know, well, if I, that's the next raffle that I should get on. <laughs> if I'm ever going to get a horse, I'm going to have to win a saddle because, oh my gosh, it all is so expensive. Ugh. It is. Oh, geez. Okay, I have a controversial question for you. Well, actually, I don't think it's controversial, but other people might. Do you think that hosts should be paid, jackpot hosts? A hundred percent. And I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually just talking with another producer the other day about it, and, you know, we talked about we put a lot of ourselves into these races. We, um, if you take time out of it, just what we put into the races, how we build our reputation, how we do everything. A lot of times girls will come to a race because of who the host or producer is, I mm -hmm. feel like. They know what to expect with payout. They know what to expect with ground. Yeah. Um, and then you have to factor in the time that's spent. Oh, my God, yes. The fundraising, collecting prizes, getting prizes to people after, entries, answering questions. Um, for me alone, the Big Bang starts a month after it ends. Yes. I'm planning it already. So, I mean, I think time is valuable. Time's really important to me now. Now I have two young kids. Yes. Um, my, Coleman works away all the time. I don't want to be, you know, when I have to be away from my kids, it should be for something meaningful. Um, you're not going to get rich off of it, so I don't no. know what people are complaining about anyway, <laughs> but should a producer get paid? Yes, absolutely, 100%. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree, especially on the scale of how big of a production it is. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. When it came to, the, we'll talk about that G3 event again, like at the end of the day, I think the girls, between the three of us, we got like a hundred bucks and a pat on the back being like, okay, hey, we did it. Do we want to do it again? Yeah. Okay, let's do it again. Yeah. And that took us like months and months and months to plan yeah. but and then people would complain about ticket prices yeah and i'm just like okay so we could never make money on this because no one wants to pay more money for what they're getting got it yeah um, i know and it's you know i'm glad that girls are starting to look at the difference between what producer takeaways are how much money is going back into the pot i'm glad that they're doing their own research, research now yeah but it's also a pet peeve of mine too because there's oh this this jackpot only paid out 42% or something, right, for an example. I don't know if anyone pays out that bad, but yeah. <laughs> um, then it's like, okay, but do you know what their expenses were? Yes. Do you know what their prizes cost? Do you know um, if they had added money? You know, there's so many factors that go into why they take what they take, too. Yes. So it's a good thing and it's a bad thing at the same time. But, totally. Um, I think as long as a host is very transparent about what they're doing and very open with their contestants, mm -hmm. there's no reason why they shouldn't be paid. I agree. It's yep. hard work, man. It is. It's good, hard, <laughs> honest work. Um, in 2020, what was it like being one of the only races happening in the panoramic? <laughs> <laughs> um, see, so for me, it was the best thing to happen. Yeah. 
having Winfield on my side saying, we're going no matter what, we've got your back, go do your thing. If anything happens during that weekend, like at all costs, we will not stop this race, mm-hmm. um, I think is what put me on the map. I don't know that the Big Bang would be as big as it is now without that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, for me, I loved it. I mean, it was not a Rona-free zone for sure, but there was so many smiling faces. There was so many people that were just thankful to be there. Um, and I never expected that. I never expected those entries. It blew my mind actually. And a lot of girls didn't enter until the last couple of days because so many races were canceling. Um, so we went from like, I don't know, a hundred entries in the open until a week before we ended up with over 400 or something like that crazy. Wow. And it just, blew me away and you know going into my first race talking with other really well-known producers like Rand and Nugent was a good sounding board for me and she's like yeah you know like 30 faturity girls 30 derby girls for your first year they're gonna test the waters that's a that's a really realistic number and we had over a hundred in each (laughs) and I'm just like oh my god (laughs) I don't know how to do this but um it all really worked out and I grew a lot from that Mm -hmm. so I'm really grateful for it, actually, because I got to show people what I can do, what kind of race I can put on, and girls who never would ro- normally, from the area, that wouldn't maybe come. Yeah. So it, I would say it's probably what launched the Big Bang to be what it is now, or had a big part in it. Definitely, and now yeah. it's on everybody's calendars, no matter what's going on. I sure hope so. Yeah, which is really exciting for you, I think. Yeah. Okay, um, I've got another controversial question for you. <laughs> Well, it's a controversial topic, let's say. So 1Ds and progressive payout, um, what are your thoughts as a producer? Well, I know that there's a place for it. Yes. Um, it, there's not a place for it at the Big Bang, though. No. Um, when we go to the inclusivity conversation, it just goes back to that. Yeah. Um, I think at the end of the day, they're all pay- everyone who's running is paying the same entry fee. They've got the same fuel bills that get there. Yeah. Um, and I think in a way, too, like the, a lot of the 1D horses and jockeys, they do, in a sense, have a lot more opportunity. They have slot races where a 4D girl knows that they can't go and enter. They have um, amateur and professional rodeos. They have, um, if they have a bad run and they do pull up, there's a chance that they could hit one of those other Ds. Um, I don't want to get into the who puts more time into their horse or not because I think I know lots of girls who aren't at the top that spend endless amounts of dollars on maintenance just to keep their 2D horse sound. So, um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't, there's places for it, I guess. Yeah. And there's places, like, I just don't, it's not something that I'm interested in doing. No, I know we don't need to. No. I think what you're doing is perfectly fine. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about what's new this year for the Big Bang. What What's all going on? What can people expect when they go to the Big Bang? So are you going to go or do I have to tell you what's new? Because I'm like, I know what's new, but the people need to know. Um, well, so we have feature productions coming. Mm-hmm. Which is so cool. They do, if you don't know who they are, they do the Calgary Stampede, they do the CFR, they do Pinocchio Stampede media coverage. So alongside with you, Cassie, um, doing the interviews and them and Brett Gardner announcing, I mean, I'm just so excited to see what they come up with. Um, We're having a concert Saturday night. Mm -hmm. So we changed our format around a little bit. Hopefully we've done the open a little bit earlier than 1 o'clock. Yeah. And so the Abrams are playing. 
courtesy of Kootenai Bayou, actually. So I'm so excited for it's that. Fun. I think so, and it's free for all contestants to come. Yeah, perfect. So we'll have a couple drinks, do some dancing on the dance floor. It's not a long one, a couple hours is all they're playing for, but it's gonna be... That's perfect. It's gonna be fun. Nice little break in the day. New location we talked about, Bowdoin. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think we also talked about Future Fortunes is new this year. Yeah. Um, what am I missing, Cass? I think that's it. Is it Brett and Jonathan or just Brett and Brett and Jonathan. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And we've got the dance and the concert and all of your... I think we... I posted incentives. yesterday we have 20 vendors. 20 vendors. That's exciting, too. So yeah. bring your credit cards or cash <laughs> money because you're going to want to spend it. Also, the food trucks are also so good. Mm -hmm. I love that you have food trucks and it's not just one Four profession. of them. Yeah, exactly. And tacos. And so you have a variety. Okay, tacos. So I'm sold on the tacos and I'm just going to eat tacos the entire time probably. But it's really nice to see a, a mixture of different food. I mean, you had wasn't there like a Jamaican one there last year? Yes, they're coming again. Oh, food off so the grid. Good. And they're so sweet. Yeah. They're really nice, and their food is delicious. I think that's pretty much what I ate the entire time, is the lemonade and guy Yes. Lemonade guy, because... <laughs> <laughs> lemonade and popcorn. I did not have any popcorn, I but I had any. about 18 lemonades Oh, the lemonade is so good. <laughs> See, I love it. It's kind of like, um, I mean, you... I liked rodeoing when I rodeoed, but it was kind of like, okay, on to the next one, on yep. to the next one. I love fraternities and I love big jackpots like this because you're parking your butt, you're there for the weekend, you're in a, you know, yep. it's kind of like a little community all there together at the same time. Yep. I love it. So I love this kind of atmosphere. So if I interview you while you're walking around, I'm going to be extremely excited because I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, it'll be really good. Um, okay, so let's talk about when entries open, what entry fees are, and how people can get entered. So, um, entries open July 1st, okay. so that's real quick here, um, and they, there's a month to enter, um, and then entries are all done online. Okay. Actually, Sam Winslow right now is in the process of building us a new um, website, so we can do the online entries right through the website, and Perfect. then she's setting us up something similar to what she did for the qualifier okay. and ABRA finals, where you have the live results awesome. on a really clean format. Yes. Um, so you don't have to look at all our mumbo-jumbo on our <laughs> Google Docs sheet like last year and try to figure out where you are. But um, So yes, July 1st, entries for the Open are $120. Okay. And same as last year, we want to keep fees low. We didn't increase anything. Everything else is hard enough to go to. So um, yeah, with I think that's, I think that's everything. I think so. That sounds good. What's the, what is the website? It is, oh my gosh. I don't know what the new website is. Sam changed the domain name. Is that what you call it? The do I don't know. I'm not tech savvy. I'm Cassie, okay. No, I'm not either anymore. I feel it's like on I'm our old. poster, though. <laughs> so. This is so funny. Who hosts this race? Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, no, that's completely fine. Basically, what you're going to want to do, go check out what's the new Facebook page? The Look. Big Bang Barrel Race. Yeah, so it used to be the Supernova Productions one. Now we've got the Big Bang Barrel Race. Find yeah. that Facebook page and follow it. It's an uh, open page, a it public is. page. It is. Um, you don't have to ask to get into it. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of information and news posts on there. So we need to get people to move on over and uh, start following that page for more information as well. Yep. Um, You'll be updating it a bit too during the weekend. Yes. Yeah. Happenings, fast times, stuff like that. Exactly. My favorite kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's always exciting. I love going to the... People will go to it. It's hard to switch to a new page, but... 
what I guess you can't make a page public after it's been private, which Correct. sucks. So I think there's like 3,300 people on my old page right now, so it's right. hard to say bye-bye to it. But yeah, it we just need to have something that's more open to everyone, I think. Yeah, I think so too. It brings more people in that way. Yeah. Um, what about sponsors? Do you want to talk about sponsorship and sponsors and how important that is? Yeah, the sponsorship is huge. Every year, the people that come back have come back year after year. It feels like there's obviously new ones coming mm -hmm. on. Um, so I'm grateful for all of them. I don't even want to try to start listing them right now because no. I know I'm going to forget. But sponsorship is everything. It is. And so I think, too, if you're listening and you're a competitor at any race, any rodeo, if you see a list of sponsors somewhere, check over that list. See if there's a business that you can shop at and support because they're supporting your rodeo, your jackpot, your fraternity, whatever, and give back yep. to them. Even if you saw a person and you know that they're a sponsor, just walk up to them and say, hi, I'm so-and-so. Nice to meet you. I really appreciate yep. this. It's huge. Thank yous go so far. And so lipstick and cowboy boots is not rich, people. I am not rich. And... Um, but if I sponsor something just to get a thank you from someone or for someone to come up to me and say thank you or even the producer saying thank you means so much to me. Yep. And when I don't hear those kinds of things, it kind of like rubs me the wrong way and makes me not want to do it again. And so I couldn't imagine yeah. being a really big company. Yeah. Like I'm a micro company. I couldn't <laughs> imagine being a bigger company and not having anybody say thank you back, you know? So... It's so important for the girls to to say their thank you, especially if you win a prize yes. and you've been told who donates it. Yeah. Um, we actually just started printing out all of our own thank you cards and then and then sending them out. Uh, well, that's kind of hard to do sometimes in the true, moment. True. But yes, um, because long gone are the days where you used to take a photo, say your own personalized thank you. Um, I've just heard too many times from the sponsors themselves that. You know, they wished that they would have, you know, and you go to the producer, the host, well, I gave them the card to mail out. I'm sorry that they, you know, and I think yeah. the intentions are always there to be thankful, yeah. but the follow through isn't. Yes. Um, so absolutely. If you see a sponsor, if you know a sponsor, yes. say thank you. Say thank you for participating. Check the banners in the arena. Check yes. the lists. Yeah. Um, check the websites. Um, even just the vendors. I mean, they're paying to be there too, so yes. supporting them is huge in my eyes. 100%. Um, even just a thank you for coming if you yeah. like what you're shopping at. Totally. Or grab a business big. card if you can't buy something there. Like, hey, give me your business card so I can check you out online later. Yeah. Ask them if they're going to be at the ABRA finals or if they're going to be at CBHI or anything else. Ooh, I just remembered. Okay. Entries for the July 1st, yeah. the first 250 riders entered mm -hmm. get the coolest swag bag. Perfect. Swag cup. This is exciting. So get entered. You want to be it one is. of the first 200. That's cool. 250. 250. That's mm -hmm. so exciting. Well, that'll be really good. And God yeah. knows you're probably going to get like a thousand entries. So well. get entered early. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about, just briefly touch on, is if you've never put on a production of any kind before or any size before, volunteer. You, you go make your run. I don't know how many runs you might have, but let's say you're just running one horse and then you're going to sit around all day. Volunteer to run the gate for someone. Lord knows that gate person sits there all day because no one really wants to do gate duties and can't even go to the bathroom, but is making sure you and everyone else is safe by running the gate. Or picking up barrels 
or moving barrels for the tractor or any of that kind of stuff. It's so important and we need volunteers to make those events run smoothly. I mean, as much as like you can hire a 4-H group or someone to help do those kinds of things, if you can't, you need volunteers to make an event run smoothly. You know what makes the biggest difference too is just the little things that go overlooked all day long. So maybe I do have um, barrel setters and gate people hired, but just going asking them, say, hey, do you need a bathroom break? Can yes. I get you some water? Yeah. Um, same with the announcers. I mean, we had a 17-hour day last year at Big Bang. So those announcers and the admin people in the announcers booth, just going up there and saying, hey, do you have some cash? I'll go and run and grab you some food, or I'll yeah. bring you some water, or a cold beer, or something like that. Those little gestures go a long way. When it is a big race, things tend to just be done for you. I don't expect anyone to do anything when they come. Um, I want it to be as flawless for people. But those little gestures I hear about all the time. Mm -hmm. And when someone does offer that, it does go a long way. So if you're at any kind of a race, it is if you have the opportunity and some free time, just ask what can you do, where can you be, how can you help out, can you run something. Yes. It does go a long way. And honestly, like, I don't know, I sound like probably such a nerd, but being kind to people, offering to help people, volunteering, all those things make a person feel good like you've, you've done something, you've helped out, especially when people need it. That's so. not nerdy. Well, <laughs> That's the vibe we're going with with yeah. Big Bang is support each other, be kind to one another, yeah. be happy. This is, a, this is a good day to be here, to do what we love. Yeah, and also think about that. Like, how lucky are we that we all get to be there with our... Not me, personally. I don't have a horse. I'm going to start to go funny. But anyways. But, you know, like, how lucky are, are as everyone that we... You guys get to be there with your horses and yeah. go do what you love on a fun summer weekend. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, good. I love the vibe of the Big Bang. That's why I love coming back. And I'm so excited to get to do the live feed and the interviews. And We're excited to have you. with everybody. It's... Probably one of my most favorite things. So, yeah, I'm really I excited love that. about it. Yes, and thank you for inviting me back. Well, thank you for promoting it. us as Absolutely. much as you do. It's yeah, very appreciated. Sure. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to touch base on, AJ? I think we, I think we got it all. I think so too. Okay, well, folks, um, get over to the Big Bang Barrel Race Facebook page. It's the new one. It's a public. Uh, Facebook page and that's going to find all your information on there including the website address that AJ cannot remember at this moment. <laughs> How bad I will is that? for sure be sharing it on Lipstick and Cowboy Boots as well. Uh, thank you to AJ for coming and meeting with me in uh, Boston Pizza Panoka on her birthday. AJ how old are you? I'm still 28. Okay, she's 20. It's her 28th birthday today. For a so few years in a row. CAJ, tell her you wish her a happy belated 28th birthday. <laughs> All right, until next time, take care.